Hi, everybody. This is Shine and Joanna, and you are listening to the Life at Home podcast. This show will give you inspirations for you to fall in love with yourself through the mirror of home. Hi, good morning and welcome. Today we have a very special guest, Holly. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Oh my gosh, we are so lucky to have you on. Holly, please tell our listeners who you are. Okay, I'm, I'm Holly Rotman. Um, I am a somatic leadership coach, sparking the light in others to bring forth their greatest gifts. And I'm a mom, a wife to a beautiful um, spirit, Jim. And uh, I also am a chef. Mm. Yes. And can I just tell to everybody out there, you need to connect to Holly somehow because her food is to die for. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're such a talented human. My gosh, Holly. For me, home is always um, warm, peaceful, and also free. Mm. And it's a place somewhere in the world uh, where my heart has called me. Mm -hmm. Wow. And of course, it has my husband and daughter and our and our dog, our golden retriever, Seppi Rose. <laughs> what is your first memory that you go, oh, that's home, I miss home? Oh, yes. Um, well, it's interesting because the first time I was away from home, as we know it as children, mm -hmm. I lived in France uh, with a family. Mm -hmm. And they were warm, uh, very chaotic, you know, um, very uh, funny. And and I remember sitting in the bed with the mom, dad, mm -hmm. the 15-year-old son, and uh, their dog, Chocola, who was really stinky, but just really like part of the family, you know? <laughs> and, we would, <laughs> and we would watch TV together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was just so cozy, you know? And yeah. I think that for me showed me that this love that you could feel somewhere other than your your home you grew up in was it was a real thing i felt so at home um in my i don't know was it my body my spirit i was so young i i don't think i could articulate it at the time i just felt it and how brave to go what, what were you like an exchange student or yes i i when i was in the seventh grade in the united states i said i want to learn french it's such a beautiful language and i was just so in love with French, I studied for 11 years, and that was my chance to study during college. And I chose to live with a family. I really wanted to see how a French family lived. Mm -hmm. um, and it was very frightening, actually, that the mom was very funny. She spoke really quickly. And so even after 11 years, I, I didn't quite understand everything she was saying. Um, and so we had this arrangement in the morning that there was no talking <laughs> with breakfast and coffee. <laughs> And we would giggle and she would do like the zipper over her mouth and I would smile with like a thumbs up and um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but she taught me so much and 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 the thing I remember the most was in the afternoons she was so interested in sitting down with me having a cup of tea making mm -hmm. like a simple apple tart and just asking me about my day and that yeah. felt like home yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I can I can actually just taste that apple cake. <laughs> yeah, it was just so delicious. Yeah. yeah. Well, is that where your love for food came also? It, you know, it really originated. My mother um, was a fantastic cook and she just loved food. She would moan and say, oh, I'm a wonderful cook. And, you know, we didn't even know <laughs> we didn't know it was an option not to like her food. 
<laughs> um, she was very theatrical. And, and then at some point, I, as all teenagers, explore. And I, I sort of lost a bit of it in the, in the U.S. food system. So going to France and having those moments, it really, like, it, like again, it sparked that light in me. Mm. that said, no, food is love. It's not calories. It's not, you know, and if it's love and it's like time with people and that, yes, that actually, that was like, it lit, it kind of sparked my pilot light Mm. for how food played a role in my life from then forward and Mm. why I wanted to share it with children, you know, when I, when I went um, on to, to study uh, food so uh, and I think that's the part of your cookbook that I probably love the most yeah it, it's interesting I over the years I've had to let go of things because I've moved quite a bit mm-hmm. um, but uh, I was thinking about that this morning and I always have a piece of pottery from everywhere that has a lasting impression on me um, wow. yeah because pottery is so interesting you know it comes from the earth and someone's hands made it and yeah. then you're gonna serve food on it um, and for me, like I have some little bowls from Greece. I have mm-hmm. a very dear friend, uh, Aglaia Kremezi, who's a cookbook author. She's fantastic. She's like my adopted Greek aunt. And we cooked with her on her little island, Kea. But, but these little bowls, like whenever I use them, they just bring back Aglaia. Uh, and, and many stories like that. I have this wonderful couscous bowl from Morocco when we were mm-hmm. traveling where the man wanted to like jump up and down on it to show me how well it was made. <laughs> Don't jump on my couscous platter. <laughs> oh, you know, things like God. that. Yeah, Anything yeah. but that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think pottery, because you can move it from place to place. It's not yeah. so cumbersome. Mm. And then it just, it sparks a memory whenever you use it. And then a story, right? Mm-hmm. I relate to that so deeply because... A lot of people don't know that I collect bowls ah. in, a, in a very similar way you do. So um, it's such a, a personal thing, I think, yes. pottery, and I think it's a beautiful gift to be able to give to someone. Yes. So what's, your, what's the, the, most, the thing in your house that you're most proud of? Mm. You know, it's interesting. I forget sometimes until people come over and they always remark on our art. And both Jim and I had moms that were brought up in an era where it was still, you know, women were very much at home, even if they had dreams for other things. Like I, they were both artists. Let's just say that. That was something they were both creative and they, um, every piece of art we have, they painted. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, when I was cleaning up my mom's house, um, she had all these inventions that she, <laughs> that she had <laughs> thought up, like to make a woman's life better. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I think the reason why I love this art so much, of course, it's from both of our mothers and then this very interesting connection that we both have this, but, but it also inspires me to be creative. And, um, and also it reminds me of the privilege that I have being a woman today, even as we still have much room to, to grow in inequality in many parts of the world. But, but I think about that, that they both brought forth their creativity in this art that lives on. And that there was um, there was a courage in that and uh, this creative expression. So mm. I really love the art. And there were so many pieces from both of them that we had to narrow it down to the ones that we love the most mm. um, and then give give the rest out to family. But yeah. 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 And how does it reflect today who you truly are? 
Well, I, you know, I, um, I see myself as a creative spirit that is really, I really like being naughty. I think that's why I like working with children. Um, oh. um, it's this, it's this, um, it really helps to remind me that, um, there's just so much beauty and, and that when they sat down to like paint these paintings, they didn't, I mean, it came through them. I think that's the part I'm trying to say, which is I'm always trying to find the way in which I can allow that creativity that's within me to come through me. You know, I think cooking is one expression of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, and now with coaching, it's another expression of, of that wanting to help others with their own creativity that, you know, it's that, that sparking that light. So mm. it does serve like, I think the home for me, when I say that it needs to be a free space, I, I feel that it, it needs to be a place you can be fully yourself. Mm. And, and that's that free space. And for me, that means uh, a space that is, um, that, for example, I can't have a lot of clutter to be creative. So even if my house isn't very clean, it will, it will not be cluttered. <laughs> 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 because I can't tap into my creative juices. So, um, and many, I think maybe many chefs have that, like their kitchen, if nothing else, their kitchen will be clean. <laughs> you know, they can't go to bed with it dirty. Um, kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh. And, and what, what are some things that you learned when you were little that you are still doing today at home that you thought mm. you would never do, but you're doing it? Mm, that is such a good question. This is very interesting, actually, because I think when you have a child with a partner, you re you realize how your upbringings can be quite different. Different. And, and so, um, <laughs> even though we both had moms that were artists, uh, I would say that my husband and I laugh sometimes because he'll say things like, um, "You don't mind if she jumps on the couch," or I I tend to be a little um, more at ease with with uh, her making a mess or exploring. And, mm. and my mom was like that. So I think, I think that I, I didn't know that that would be something that I would be at home. Mm -hmm. And the idea that um, I have to fight myself on it a little bit, you know, like if, um, if children come over and they pull out like all the toys and they're everywhere, there's a little part of me that's kind of screaming on the inside, ah, you know, but <laughs> and at the same time, I yeah. think like the freedom to play and be at ease. I want that for, for my daughter and I want that for her friends and our home. So then mm. this is a place they can come and just be free. Mm. Um, and so sometimes that surprises me how important that is to me. And then of course, the minute they leave, I have to put everything away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I relate. I relate to that. Yes. It needs yeah. to be put away ASAP. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is uh, just that making that time around the table really fun. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really trying to instill that, that, that we had, you know, we had, we had this like big lazy Susan. I don't know if this translates. That's a yeah. terrible, actually it's a terrible name if you think about it, but the, the, that round thing in the table where you can just kind of push it and everything, you know, Yeah. but, but our table that had the big round thing, you know, and, yeah. um, and I, I just, I have very, very vivid memories of sitting at the table and like feeding our corgis under the table. And, <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, and my mom was always the one that would like say, oh, you enjoyed that? Oh, fantastic. And, and would you like more? No, mom. And of course she'd put more like, there was, and, and I just remember there was never, <laughs> it was, there was always dessert. There wasn't like eat this and then you get dessert. It was like, of course we're having dessert. There was just this like real, um, 
it yeah. was like a celebration, the table. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And I'm really trying for that. I don't, it doesn't always happen, but uh, trying to bring that through for her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and I, oh, I love that because I do the same. And I think it's, it's kind of, I'm hoping, I'm keeping my fingers crossed all the time that they'll just remember the good stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what do you think is the most important piece of furniture? Let's get real here. Oh, What's yeah. the furniture that we can't live without, Holly? Oh, yeah. I have to be sincere with you. I love comfort. So I need either a nice ottoman or like we have a couch we bought um, from Ikea for the little TV space. And mm -hmm. I actually love it because it has the, it has the long part that you can put your feet up. <gasps> and yeah. And my husband teases me that I, he's never known anyone that can get into their comfy clothes quicker than me. Like the minute <laughs> I'm walking through the door, I'm peeling off everything and <laughs> getting comfy. Exactly. And we have a lot of like, you know, um, a lot of blankets we've collected over the years too. Some from Norway, from Scotland. I mean, you know, and so like, even though that piece of furniture is is nice, but it's it's not so much the sentimentality of it. Like I've taken it everywhere. We actually bought it here in Sweden, mm -hmm. but it's the, it's the getting comfortable. Mm -hmm. it, it's the, it's the, it's the space where I can put my feet up and just kind of just exhale yeah. is really what's important to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's the tip then? You know, if you were to give some tips to our listeners about their home. Well, I have a couple. And one is I, I'm really drawn and maybe it's the art, you know, the artist in my family, but like I'm really drawn to specific colors. Like I love uh, uh, yellow, green and blue. And you'll mm -hmm. see that woven throughout our home with, with some gray and some of that beautiful kind of white that, you know, in Scandinavian homes you see. But pay attention to what makes you feel um, really happy and serene. And so like wherever we live, I've, I find that I'm drawn to those colors and I don't fight it. I just, I go with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then for me, even in our home in California, we created little nooks where you could go and be by yourself. I think especially as a parent, you can go and be by yourself for a moment, either to meditate or read a book. So I think within the home that you want to be so warm with everyone in it, we all need little nooks and spaces, even children, to mm -hmm. kind of reconnect to the calmness that we all need to, to be able to show up, right, and, yeah. and be alive. And, um, and those things are really important to me in a home is just that people feel warm, that they can get cozy too, that they can grab a blanket if they want, or they can sit in a chair or a couch that's going to be comfortable. It's not necessarily going to impress them, but it'll make them really comfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, those are my tips is just that like paying attention to what makes you feel happy in your mm. own space. And for me, that's color and comfort and mm. little, little cozy spaces. I can sort of run away for a minute <laughs> yeah. and, and, and just sort of have little moments of peace. Mm. Yeah. Holly, Sean talks about that all the time, about little spaces, little moments of joy mm -hmm. throughout your home. And I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Such yeah. a beautiful, oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I I absolutely love listening to to what makes home for you and for Sean and also for, for I'm excited to hear the other guests yeah. that you're going to have. And uh, thank yeah. you. This was such a joy. I really oh. loved having this conversation with you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And um, for all of our listeners out 
out there, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here and, and being on this journey. What a journey it is. To, uh, and we'll, we'll see you guys or hear you next week. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> ciao. <laughs>